Denny Beasley. Good morning, Denny. Thanks for your time. Uh, you're welcome, Anthony. Great to talk with you. Uh, I just mentioned there off the top, you've been back in uh, Australia since relocating from Singapore near on 12 months. You started back in January. And for the for the calendar year, Denny, you've had about 81 winners. What was your goal when you first came back from Singapore? And did you make par? Uh, my goal was to be competitive. <laughs> that was pretty much all I wanted to do. You know, I just wanted to, I'd been away for a hell of a long time. And, and I was sort of coming back with a very open mind and hope, hoping that I wasn't too forgotten and I hadn't been along, uh, gone for too long. So um, how the year's gone has, has been well over expectation, really, and I'm just very grateful and very humbled by the opportunities that have been given. So you knocked up 81 winners this calendar year. Does, does that give you a bit of um, motivation to perhaps try and... Get over a hundred next next calendar year. Is that something you'd like to achieve, Danny? Yeah, well, I, I was actually probably me, me goal. I would think um, like I'm 48, and I know the um, um, the end is is uh, not too far far away. But um, I'm, I know I'm not too far off 2,000 winners. I think I'm just uh, over a hundred, hundred and something away. So mm. that will probably be the goal. And um, once I hit that, that'd be a pretty nice uh, mark to maybe say um, we might start to look at other things. But in saying that, I am enjoying the riding a hell of a lot since I've come back, probably as much as I've ever had in my career. So, um, But uh, probably, as I said, um, without saying 100 winners for a season or something like that, I'd like to just hit the 2,000 wins for a career and I'd say that's a, a pretty nice mark to say that that was not a bad career. All right. Uh, what would you say some of your highlights have been um, this season since you've come back? You, you had four winners on Wagga Cup Day. That comes to mind. You've had a good association with uh, the local horse down there. Another one. What are some of your highlights? Yeah, most definitely Wagga Cup Day really stands out. Um, that, that was a, a pretty special day. Like the the carnival has been well documented, it's one of the biggest carnivals of of New South Wales country racing. And being a Wagga boy growing up here, you feel like you're sort of representing the town a bit. So to be able to ride four winners on the day, it really, really was a highlight for the year. Um, to get back uh, in in the winter time and and have a few rides at Ramwick and um, win a uh, uh, a black type race for Chris Lee's on you called it. Um, that was definitely a highlight. I, I, Ranwick was me, my second home for, for a hell of a long time and I had a, um, a, a lot of good times there, a lot of success. And to be able to go back there and win a feature race, and especially for Chris, who um, always gave me support in my earlier days, and um, it's, it's, he, he's just a fantastic bloke, Chris, and it was great to see him again on the weekend, have, have a lot of success. And um, yeah, so that was a, that was another highlight, and and then of what you touched on, another one to be able to link up with him, and win the national sprint on him at Canberra, and then even just recently to win a Wodonga Cup, which where which was where I started my apprenticeship with Peter Ma, and I won a Wodonga Cup in 1995, and wow. so to go back um, to come back after how my career has evolved and um, after all those years and to win another one um, on another one um, was was pretty special. 
I noticed he's in the noms um, for Saturday as well, speaking of another one. Uh, is he likely to run? You booked to ride him there, Denny? Yeah, he is. He's going to run in the December handicap there at Ramwick, and um, I galloped him on the on the the um, track this morning. We had the um, the, uh, the 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 grass um, gallop uh, to test the track out for today, and um, he he galloped lovely. He's held his form really well. His whole preparation, he's been going really really well. Um, he's uh, I, I think he's getting better as he's getting older. So um, he ran really good in the Golden Cup. Um, he, he was terrific the other day in, in really suitable conditions. He loved that wet ground. Yep. And um, it would be lovely to get a bit of a, a track with a bit of sting out of it there on Saturday because I think he'd run a really nice race again. OK, we'll keep an eye on those acceptances. They'll be out on Wednesday. Another one like the little line-up at uh, Ramwick on Saturday. Just on another note, Danny, you've one of very few... Uh, trainer jockeys that have got a dual licence. Um, I just had a quick look at your profile. You've only got sort of a small number of horses in your name, three, I think, and, and most of them are owned by your, your good friend, Mark Newnham. Do you want to expand um, and, and take on more horses or are you happy more just being a, a private trainer, if you like, for the moment? At the moment, I, I am, Anthony, yeah. It's just when you're when you're riding, it, it's it's a bit quite difficult to just keep uh, a lid on the management. You nearly probably need to um, em- employ a couple of staff, really, if you're going to go any bigger. So the sort of the two or three that I've got in work is pretty easy to manage at the moment while I'm still riding. And while I'm still riding so much and still enjoying it, I'll just keep the, the training, uh, a bit of a lid on the training. But it is something that I um, are going to look to expand in the coming years, but just not in in the short term. And at, and with the dual license, they do have a cap on you. You can only have five to start off with, and then I think you can apply for eight after twelve months or something like that. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's where my numbers are at at the moment. Earlier on um, in our chat, you mentioned you wanted to get to two thousand winners. I just um, I, I looked it up. You're on eighteen forty one, so you got about a hundred and sixty to go. Might take you a yes, couple of years to knock that couple off. Of years. And then yeah. and then beyond that, do you focus more on the training like you touched on? Yeah, so I think um I'm pretty sure it's like uh you can have the dual license for three years yeah. before you um uh, gotta make a decision which way you go. Um yeah, so hopefully I could knock off those hundred and sixty odd winners in three years and um then maybe look at uh uh, taking the path of, of, of the training. All right, let's um, focus on uh, some of your rides today at uh, Wagga. You've got a, a really good book. You're on a few favourites. In race one, Danny, you're on this horse, Katie Express, for Wayne Carroll. You rode her last start at Corowa. She looks like she's improving with racing. She would go pretty close today, I would have thought. Yeah, that's right, Anthony. She's improving every time she goes to the races. She's um, still a bit sort of immature, and I think whatever she does uh, beyond the... Uh, Beyond this preparation, that'll be where you'll see the best of her. I think probably today might nearly see her out and she be, wouldn't be far off looking for the paddock after that. Um, but, um, yeah, nice fillies. She's got ability. She's got speed. Um, when she learns to get it all all right, she still just wants to rush a little bit and she wanted to sort of get it over and done with a bit at Corowa. So she should, hopefully, she comes out and rates herself a little bit better today. And, um, yes, it looks a nice race. It's not an overly strong race. Yep, she's currently favourite on tab fixed odds around 2.25. That's race one, Katie Express at Wagga. In the second, you're riding one for Mick Travers, horse called Deep Core, former Hayes horse. Do you know much about it? It's first up for Mick. 
Yeah, no, I don't actually know much about him. I haven't sat on him. I've only just sort of watched his replays. He looks a bit steady, but in saying that, this is a very average race. They all look pretty steady there. So um, probably what um, gets the best best run around is, um, yeah, is, is probably going to show up. But, um, yeah, there's no... Um, yeah, I don't know about the, this lot. Fair enough. What about in race three? Salute again. Another one for, for Wayne Carroll. First up from a five-month break. Uh, he trialled really well at Gundigai. Actually, he beat you. You were riding Participator and Salute again sort of was jogging alongside you, which is a good sign because Participator's a pretty handy horse down there. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, no. Um, and this horse, he's a really nice horse. I was fortunate enough to ride him in a highway last prep and he got the job done. Um, he's come back really well. He's He's definitely bigger and stronger than what he was last preparation. I've had a – I rode him track work uh, last – must have been about last Tuesday and gave him a gallop and um, yeah, it was very evident how physically he's grown Um, so he galloped well Um, there's five horse field he's probably going to sit back last but um, he'll he'll take a bit of hold now. He's $1.90 on tab fixed odds so that's race three at Wagga salute again. In race four Danny you're riding Dutchie at Cornwall for Tim Donnelly. He's had a little break between runs about seven seven weeks between runs since he ran third first up. Was there a setback there do you know? Yeah he's he's just he's he's been a bit difficult this horse. He's um, just had a few sort of niggling things um, I thought he was going to be a really good horse. I, he won his first race really impressively, and I thought that he was a horse of, of uh, a lot of talent and um, be quite progressive. But he's just sort of, ever since that day, he's had a few sort of needling things where um, yeah, things just sort of haven't been really smooth. And um, he's uh, the thing about him, he's a very clean-winded horse. He's a real natural sort of staying type of horse. Um, fitness isn't going to be sort of a concern, but it's just he's like he pretty much the only day he's gone to the races and really stood up was his first start. Other than that, he's probably disappointed us a bit. So mm. um, he's met a he's meets a pretty average race here today. Um, I wouldn't be going putting me last on him, but he should show up, and you would like to think he'd get the job done, or else we're sort of like. Um, yeah, going to be going back and scratching our heads again. Okay, well, he's a dollar ninety-five, so that's race for Duchy of Cornwall, dollar ninety-five on tab fixed odds. In the sixer on Dream Inherit for Doug Gorrell. you've won on him in the past. Any feedback from Doug on him? Yeah, he was um, when I was going out for the the um, track gallop this morning. Doug yelled out to me, he said, uh, "Let me know what you think. If it's a heavy, I'll be scratching." So I was pleased to report that the track was in magnificent order and it'll race really well, really well. And Doug was very pleased when um, got that feedback and he was very happy to run. So, um, yeah, she must be going quite well because he didn't want to waste a run. And um, in a race where um, there should be just really nice speed, um, hopefully we can sort of find a position from that little bit of an awkward draw. Although this track, I, I, I don't mind if, you, if you're sort of free deep with as long as you've got cover because you can get dragged into it um, coming off off those turns. So, um the race is pretty fair, this track, and um, she's probably not without a chance. 9.50 on tab fixed odds, race six, dream inherit for Doug Gorrell. And in the last, Denny, you're on Promicio Mar for Keith Dryden. Uh, he's going really well. You uh, you won on this horse at Gundagai over the carnival, and he's holding his form good this prep. Yeah, isn't he? He's, he's been a model of consistency. Um, he was a bit sort of hit and miss there for a, for a while, but um, his last four or five runs... Um, 
he's been really consistent and I think I've had three rides on him for two seconds and the win. So um, we seem to get on pretty well. He's a little bit quirky, but um, uh, if he can just, his, his best go is if he can just get find that sort of third, fourth position and just sit off a really nice speed, which is, is possible to get today. Um, and if we can get that sort of a run, he'll be hard to hold out again. He's currently 4.40 favourite as well on tab fixed odds. Race 7, horse number 5, Promissio Mar. So you're on at least three favourites, if not four there. Denny, you've got a pretty good book. Just quickly, you've got one in the trial as well for uh, for Mark Newnham, Tropical Breeze. I noticed this trialed in Sydney back in April, May. Pretty good trial form for, for the Wagga region. How's she coming along? Yeah, I've been really happy with uh, um, Anthony. This is her second preparation with with um, down here. She sort of she came down at the end of um, her preparation there, and I sort of had her in work for a month, and then she sort of needed a break. So give her a month out, and she spelled really well, and she's coming up really nice. I've been really happy with her. Um, she had a had an easy jump out at Wagga a couple of weeks ago and went well, and she's ready to have a trial and. And hopefully she shows enough today that we can take her to the races maybe at the next Wagga meeting. So, um, yeah, she's moving along well. And um, Mark bred her, bred her himself. So um, sort of holds a bit of a special spot mm. to him. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, get a few wins for her and um, set her up to be a nice broodmare one day for him. OK, we'll keep an eye on her. Tropical Breeze trials today at Wagga, perhaps in the next Wagga meeting, which is, I think, the 22nd of December. They generally have That's that correct. Ted Ryder Cup yep. meeting. Before I let you go, um, did you happen to watch any racing from Hong Kong on Sunday and your old horse, Lims Kosciuszko, who you had great success with in Singapore? He, he, ran in the, uh, he ran in the mile. He didn't run a bad race. He ran ninth behind Golden 60, but he ran pretty well, I thought, Denny. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I thought he ran well. He's he's never been that far back in the run, you know. Like he's normally on on pacer. So, well, I'm not sure sort of how he ended up back there, but um, I, I thought he rallied good late and, and passed a couple there. So, um, yeah, no, he didn't disgrace himself, and uh, he's had a great season up there in in Singapore. He is pretty dominant sort of a horse um, up in up in Singapore. So. Uh, it would have been a big feel for them all, and um, what a great day's race and one that yeah. like, um, geez, they, they stood up the locals. Lucky mm-hmm. Swain S was brilliant, and Golden Sixty. Uh, people will never forget that. That'll be something that the locals will remember for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then um, top it off, Romantic Warrior was was super. So we're going to. That was a, an amazing day. Yeah, we're going to chat to senior race caller Mark McNamara a little bit later on on the show. But I thought I'd I'd ask you about Lim's Kosciuszko because I know you rode him. This time last year in the sprint, didn't you? That was your final sit on him, and you had great success with that horse. I think he won eight races on him overall in Singapore, and including a few Group Ones. Yeah, yeah, we were lucky enough to win the Derby on him, which was a, a big thrill because, as you know, sort of those Asian countries, the Derby's sort of the race that mm. um, every owner and that wants to win. And I hadn't won one in all my time up there, and um, so it was yeah, that was a pretty special day to be able to win one on him. Uh, at the sort of uh, in my last year up there, so uh, you know, you always will hold a special place in my heart. That was loss. And uh, a- after the races on um, on Sunday, I, I just happened to be scrolling through social media, and there was an old post, an old grainy photo from about 1996 when Monopolise <laughs> went over and won the Hong Kong Bowl for Darren Beedman, and there was a fresh faced. Neatly yeah. broomed kid in the background, and I thought I recognise that face. <laughs> Danny, so you were over there as as Monopolizer's track rider 
Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's correct. So I was apprenticed to Graham, and I was pretty much uh, in my last year, ready to come out of my time. And a bit of a reward for um, finishing up my apprenticeship, Graham took me over to to ride him track work. And um, yeah, I used to ride him a bit at home. He wasn't the easiest horse, so it was sort of um, Graham sort of thought it would be good to take me, someone that knew him, and um, could ride him every morning. So yeah, it was that was. Oh, it sort of changed my career. Like I went over there for, I think we were there for 10 days and um, to that was my first experience of seeing sort of um, the international jockeys, mm. the Europeans and, and to see how the way they rode and they rode so different to um, the Australian jockeys and uh, I was just taken by it and um, pretty much when I come back, I, I tried to change my style and, and model myself on, on those sort of riders. And I remember I used to go into um, uh, the Castle's um, Saddlery bookstore at Randwick there and, and go and have to order the old uh, VHS videos. With, um, to watch all, to the, get all the, the Hong Kong riders. Watch all the, yeah, watch all those riders. Um, and I used to yeah, try and model myself and yeah, follow their styles. And, uh, yeah, that, that week was unbelievable. We were fortunate, fortunate enough that he won. And, um, yeah, it, it changed and um, it redirected my career for sure. Yeah. You must have taken some notice because you spent 15 years abroad yourself. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah, no, Asia's always been um, pretty good to me. So, uh, yeah, no, I've um, had some good times and a lot of good memories from it. Terrific. For sure. Listen, we better keep moving. Thanks so much for your time. We could could go a little bit longer, but I'll thank you for your time and wish you all the best with your rides at Wagga and look forward to catching up in the new year, Danny. Thanks again. Thanks, Anthony. Anytime, mate. Take care.